Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Tuesday, May 2nd, 2023. Stand up for your country. So you should know that someone is leaking damaging stuff against Tucker Carlson, who left his job at Fox News a week ago. Uh, I predicted this would happen. I don't know who it is. I have suspicions, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to speculate. We never do that. But I am investigating and I will have an update for you tomorrow. The people getting the leaks are the New York Times and the leftist fanatics at Media Matters. So, you know, there's that. Um, Again, we'll we'll uh, we'll have some information for you tomorrow. Now, we lead tonight with a strategic move by presidential candidate Donald Trump. That is the subject of this evening's talking points memo. So the former president will participate in a CNN presidential town hall next week in New Hampshire. All right. So May 10th, 2023, 9 p.m. CNN, Caitlin Collins, one of their anchors, will moderate the events. It will be Republicans and undecided voters who say they're going to vote in the New Hampshire Republican primary that will be in the town hall. So it'll be a fairly friendly venue. So this is interesting. The debate will take place at St. Anselm College, good school, Benedictine school, in Goffstown, New Hampshire. But New Hampshire is small, and you can get to anywhere fast if you want to go. Uh, Of course, the left, right away, as soon as this announcement was made, uh, went wild. I just, I'm just going to read you one. Uh, this comes from uh, so-called journalist Scott Dworkin. I don't know who this guy is. Quote, 
CNN is doing a town hall with indicted Donald Trump on May 10th because they've learned absolutely nothing. No one should watch this trash. Okay, this is from a journalist. Yeah. Um, And then I could give you 50 more. So CNN immediately alienates the left, which CNN knew would happen. Okay, so here's the honest analysis of this whole thing. President Trump is once again manipulating the media. All right, that's what he's doing. So he knows that chaos is going to follow this exposition, and he likes that. He wants the media to be chaotic. This isn't a heavy lift for Trump. Caitlin Collins, with all due respect to her, I mean, she's a bright young journalist. Um, There's no way she can control Trump. So Trump's going to do exactly what he wants to do for whatever the length of this town hall is. I don't know how long it will be. It's got to be either an hour or 90 minutes. I would suspect 90 minutes. All right. CNN itself benefits because you can't go any lower than they are. And this will bring in Trump people and others who are curious. So they're going to get a bump in viewership. At the same time, Fox News is going down in viewership. And Trump is doing this to tweak Fox News because the management, the people who own the Fox News channel, are they don't want Trump to be reelected. They want DeSantis. Now, they have a perfect right to do that, by the way. The ownership of any media company has a perfect right to say, we endorse this one, we want that one. But Trump's not happy about that. So he's given it to FNC, which, by the way, will lose the night um, on uh, next Wednesday, the 10th. Um, so this is going to get enormous attention, and that helps Trump. I don't see a downside for Trump here. For you, if you do, bill at BillOReilly.com, bill at BillOReilly.com. I, I, don't see, I mean, this is smart, what he's doing. Um, CNN, they get a little bump, but believe me, they need a whole new roster of talent um, in order to compete. Their talent just can't compete. I mean, Anderson Cooper, how many years do you have to put him on air to know that nobody's going to watch him? Jake Tapper? Nobody's going to watch Jake Tapper. doesn't matter what you do. I mean, you could hire Godzilla to come in and chase Jake Tapper around, and nobody would watch. Um, so an interesting political dynamic may, remember now, we're already in, by the time this town hall takes place, we're already into mid-May. First debate, August. See, June, July, August, three months, 90 days. Trump's not showing. So the debates, and Biden's not going to debate. You think Biden's going to debate anybody? He's not going to do that. Um, So there's going to be any debates. Very, very interesting season. And that's the memo. All right, so uh, President Biden, the schedule, uh, nothing. Got nothing. (laughs) If it's Tuesday, it's nothing. However... The charade continues at the southern border. Bush administration is announcing 1,500 active duty U.S. troops will be sent to the border to try to stop the millions of people coming in here. Now, this is a charade. You don't send 1,500. You send 15,000. 
if you're serious about it, when they're not. The first thing the Biden administration says is, yeah, we'll send them, but they don't have enforcement powers. They can't detain anybody. So if, if they see a bunch of people with fentanyl running <laughs> into the United States, they can't stop them, according to the Biden administration. This is so insane, all right? So why are they going there? They're going there to help the Border Patrol because the Border Patrol is exhausted. They, they, we've got tens of thousands of people every day. And now the Title 42, which was a joke anyway, which said that the United States had the authority to turn back people to Mexico because of COVID, that goes away next week. Okay? It's, it's so... But then your question is, well, how, how did six and a half million people get here? They all, they all asked for asylum. And, and as soon as you ask for asylum, the Biden administration says, yeah, you can come in and wait for your case, which will, you know, 30 years from now, we might get around to it. So it's so corrupt. That's the only word. And the Biden administration obviously wanted millions and millions and millions of migrants to come to the United States. That's what it wanted. That's what it's got. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. Now, I'm going to do this tomorrow in depth, but the mayors, the sanctuary city mayors, are all screaming now that they can't support the migrants. But tomorrow, I think I'll handle that. Uh, not today. So there is an outfit called uh, Zero Hedge Financial Blog. It says there is a 67% chance of a recession now in the USA. I don't know. It looks to me like there are layoffs growing. Stock market was down 600 points at one time today. I mean, please trust me when I tell you I am not buying any stocks. It is too crazy now to do that. Unless you're a gambler, you're a Vegas gambler, you want to buy low and think you're going to make it on the upside. Okay, it's your money, you do what you want. And I can't give a financial advice other than to say, as an American, this is a mess. The Biden administration has mismanaged the economy, obviously. 
Now, if there is a recession, that helps Trump. But again, so many Trump haters. So the head of the Fed, which is meeting now, and I hope the Fed doesn't raise interest rates. I hope they keep it where it is, give everybody a little relief. I mean, all of the job numbers are down. All right, they're all down. So give it a rest. All right, give us a break. So Yellen says, well, uh, come June 1st, the U.S. government's not going to be able to pay its obligations. So she sends a letter to House Speaker Kevin McCarthy saying, you better get on this debt raise ceiling because we're not going to pay after June 1st. That doesn't mean Social Security and Medicare and all that. doesn't mean that. It means interest on loans and things like that. Okay. All right. Now, McCarthy's already on it. The House has already passed a debt ceiling rise with corresponding deficit cuts. Difference between debt and deficit. I don't want to get too pinheady. That brings down spending in the future. Biden said he's not going to negotiate, but now he is because the White House is in panic mode. Things, nothing is going well for Biden. So Biden has invited, all right, McCarthy and other Republicans to the White House on May 9th, day before the Trump thing, to discuss the debt ceiling. Okay, good. Good. What has to happen is they have to raise the debt ceiling because we don't want financial panic. But there has to be spending cuts in the future. Hunter Biden. So there's a whole bunch of stuff going on here. And my next guest knows everything about it. So hang tough. So the House Oversight Committee, that's Comer, okay? They are demanding documents about Hunter Biden's finances, all right? And Hunter Biden's attorneys aren't handing them over. As simple as that. So what's going to happen? I don't know. Contempt of Congress? I don't know. Bannon went to jail. Steve Bannon. Will Hunter, I don't know. In addition to that, there is a child payment situation, child support in Arkansas. Now, this is ongoing right now. So uh, apparently Hunter Biden had an affair with uh, a woman who worked in a strip club named London Roberts, 32 years old. There she is. And out of that affair came a baby, Navy Joan Roberts, who's now four years old. All right. And I feel so sorry for this child. Anyway, uh, Miss Roberts wants more money out of Hunter Biden. Biden says he paid her an enormous amount of money already. 20000 in monthly child support and 750000 overall for the child's welfare. That's what Hunter Biden's people say, lawyers say. You got to present both sides here. That's what I'm doing. However, the judge now wants under oath all of Hunter Biden's financial records, where he made his money, what he's got, how much he's this, how much is that. That is a real threat to Hunter Biden. So joining us now is a man who knows more about this, in my humble opinion, than anybody in the country. He's a reporter. 
He's not some pinhead pundit like me, all right? His name is John Solomon. You know him, all right? He's the editor-in-chief of Just the News. It pretty much does what I do here on the Internet. Oh, he's all over the place. Uh, he's got a new book out. We'll get to that. Um, but give us the latest on Hunter Biden. Yeah, I think, Bill, you really analyze that Arkansas situation very uh, well because the Biden camp is very worried about having to turn over records, not only what he's made on those paintings that he's been doing the last couple of years, but the judge specified any gifts you've been getting. If you've been freeloading off of people, you're going to have to tell me what income you're getting, where it's coming from. That is a suspicion that a lot of House Republicans have had for a while, that maybe Hunter Biden's been living off other people with gratuity and grifts. That will be a very important moment in the case to see what his full income looks like and how much of it is political or gifting to uh, the first son. It's going to open up a whole new area of the Hunter Biden uh, drama for us to see. And when it's in court, it comes, as you said, under penalty of perjury. That's going to be a problem. They can't skate on this one. they got to be very, very careful. Now, while that's going on, you've got in, in Congress here um, multiple efforts to now force into uh, the public realm documents that uh, were kept from us in 2018, 19, 20, when we were deprived of making an informed decision in the 2020 election because we told the Hunter Biden scandal was, well, uh, a conspiracy theory or worse yet, a Russian disinformation operation. Multiple people, including Hunter Biden himself, being asked to give up documents. Eric Schwerwin, a man who handled Hunter Biden's taxes and warned him he hadn't been paying taxes on his Burisma Ukraine payments. Remember, that was at the heart of the impeachment a couple of years ago. Uh, and then Anthony Blinken himself now facing multiple requests from documents. First, in his role in circulating that letter or prompting that letter, encouraging that letter to be sent, that falsely claimed that the laptop in 2020 was Russian disinformation. And now, a, a shocking revelation from Senators Johnson and Grassley that uh, uh, Blinken may have lied to uh, Congress back in 2020 when he said, I didn't have any contacts with Hunter Biden. We never talked business. Uh, the two senators say they now have reason to believe that Hunter Biden was communicating with Blinken through Blinken's wife, who is a, an official in the State Department. They now ask for all documents of those communications. Uh, a cabinet secretary is now on the hot seat in multiple, multiple instances with uh, Tony Blinken. All right, let me stop you there. You, there's a whole bunch of stuff you said. Now I'm yeah. going to ask my usual simple questions. In Please. Arkansas, how far back does Hunter Biden have to produce his financial portfolio? Does he have to go all the way back to when his father was vice president and he was being paid by Chinese, Russian and Ukraine companies? Does he have to go that far back? He does not. This will be a much more contemporaneous period okay. of time, really since the time his father was president and this child was born and seeking uh, child right, support. That, so that clears that up. Now we go to the House. Blinken at the time, he allegedly was dealing with Hunter Biden, was not Secretary of State, correct? That's right. That's right. What was Blinken doing? He was a key advisor to the Biden campaign. So he was a security advisor. Working so for he the had campaign. every right to orchestrate the letter. Yeah, he had every right to orchestrate the letter. Yeah, he was now, trying to get that out of the uh, voters' mind. So Blinken right. allegedly put right. together this phony letter and then strong arm the 50 people to sign it. You didn't even have to strong arm most of them. They hated yeah. Trump, so they would sign it That's as well. Right. Okay, so now going forward, you're going to get a little window into Hunter Biden's lifestyle from the Arkansas thing, but you're not going to get the big one, which is how much money he derived while his father was vice president, 
from these foreign companies and whether Hunter Biden gave money or assets of any kind to his father, the vice president, in return for his father helping facilitate these deals. We're not going to get that right now, but that's That's the end game, is it not? It is. You've always put that bullseye on that target. That is the thing that will matter more to anyone in the American public than anything else. Now, if Joe Biden lied to us about different aspects of the uh, campaign, that's going to become a 2024 issue, honesty. But did the big guy benefit directly, indirectly? And did he direct some of the business decisions or assist the business decisions? That's the bullseye that James Comer has to cover and give us an answer to. Okay. That's going to take a while. Um, And we had Kevin McCarthy on the No Spin News uh, recently, and and I asked him about it. I said, look, you know, are you monitoring the Oversight Committee and where are they in the process? And McCarthy said, they're building a case, but, you know, Americans want it now. They want tomorrow. They want to know. And it's going to be, has to be clarified by the vote. You know, the the Democrats are going to stand by Biden no matter what. They're not dumping Biden unless, you know, it gets so bad in the economy. That's the only thing they would dump him for, not this. All right. Right. um, You wrote a book. It's a cute book. uh, A (laughs) Seymour Clues mystery called Hidden Headlines. Seymour Clues is a detective and he has a sidekick named Mr. Mouse. So I assume that these are not woke detectives. They're not woke. They're not. <laughs> they're not at all. They're, they're lovable characters that you might find at your, uh, in your home or in your pet store. <laughs> my son's hamster actually makes a cameo. He's the newspaper editor in this story. Chunk the hamster. My son has a hamster named Chunk. Uh, he, uh, he actually is trying to get his newspaper out to the hamster community, and the tubes in the hamster community are clogged. Uh, and it's a story about censorship brought down to children's level. Lovable characters, beautiful illustrations from the great folks at Brave Books, but an important message. I learned a couple of years ago, Bill, as my stories and other stories like Miranda Devine's and others were being censored, there's two generations of young adults in America that weren't given the civics lessons of the Bill of Rights and why the First Amendment was first, why free speech was so important. Their educators deprived them of that. I didn't want a third generation to go that route, so we wrote a book that lets moms, dads, grandmas, grandpas, aunts and uncles share with their children that the First Amendment's important, but do it in the most delightful way. These are really fun characters and really great pictures in the book. All right, I love so the, the it's an entertainment story. for kids, but it has a historical uh, context. That is very, give me the age range for kids for uh, hidden headlines. Five to 11 is that perfect sweet spot. You can get it at bravebooks.us, real simple to get. Okay, say that again slower, John. I'm giving you a big plug here. Where can you get (laughs) it? Bravebooks.us. You can get my book free this month if you subscribe to their monthly book or you can buy it a la carte. But a great group of people at Brave Books, they're filling the void in woke education with pro-America prayer God books. All right. So Brave Book, again, Brave Book. Brave Books, plural, dot uh, dot US. Bravebooks.us. There you go. All right, John, keep us posted, please. Thanks, Honor Biden's story is an important story for everybody to follow. All right, Joe Biden's worldwide approval dropping, according to Gallup. All right, so they're taking surveys overseas in Europe. Uh, approval of U.S. leadership 
dropped from 41% to 39% in Mr. Biden's second year. In the Americas, that's Central, South, and North America, in case you're not good at geography, uh, Biden administration's approval dropped from 52 to 36. I'm not sure what's driving that, but that's a big drop. Europe, eh, they don't like us anyway. All right, Paris May Day riots. The only reason I'm covering this story is to show you and what happens in a society that doesn't have discipline. So France, our big ally, is full of socialists, anarchists, and communists. And they're using this retirement age rise from 62 to 64, if you can believe it, because the French government's running out of other people's money, as Margaret Thatcher once said, and they can't pay the pensions, so they're raising the age. This will have to happen in the USA, by the way, down the road. And anyway, um, the communists and anarchists run out yesterday, May Day, 291 people detained. That means cops took them off the street, but they're not going to be charged. 90 were apprehended in Paris. Um, and it was a real uh, violent thing. 100 police officers injured. So this is what Antifa is here. Now, it's not spreading here. That's the good news. Not spreading. Every time you hear far right, this, and neo-Nazis, this, yeah, they're there, but they're not spreading. Antifa's not spreading, all right? They're tamped down here, but not in France. <clears throat> Wallet Hub. So they rank the American airlines, all 11 carriers. I'm not going to do the whole 11. I'm going to do four that most people fly um, other than United. I, I'm not... United's not in here. The worst airline is Southwest, according to WalletHub. And this is what Insider Magazine wrote, quote, WalletHub ranked Southwest as the worst airline in the U.S. for the second year in a row. The airline fared poorly in nearly all categories, with the exception of comfort-related categories, including legroom entertainment options and Wi-Fi. Okay, so Southwest in deep trouble. Ranked third worst is American Airlines. Pretty shocking. Quote, Americans scored well in comfort-related categories, including legroom entertainment and complimentary refreshments. But Americans scored poorly in terms of animal-related incidents. Apparently, a lot of animals uh, traveling in cargo or diet on American Airlines. I didn't know that. JetBlue was the fifth worst. It's the worst, in my opinion, but it's the fifth worst, according to survey. Quote, JetBlue scored well in comfort-related categories, including legroom entertainment options, Wi-Fi, but the airline scored the lowest in terms of delays. Zero out of a possible score of 18, which meant that it had the highest percentage of delayed flights among airlines on the list. Yeah, that's, and it has not improved. It's you, if you book a ticket, you're going to get, you know, if you get there, you're lucky on time or even close to time. The best ranked in the USA is Delta, and I had a good flight on Delta earlier this year. Wild Hub named Delta best airline for the second year in a row. Delta excelled in several categories, including a perfect score on denied boardings metric, which means the airline management 
oversold flights well. Okay, there you go. Federal judge in Pennsylvania. Okay, this is an amazing story. You will hear this story nowhere else, which is why you watch and listen to the No Spin News. Okay, so there is a Sacon Valley School District, S-A-U-C-O-N, located 60 miles northwest of Philadelphia, which is it's out of country, okay? So the school has a Satan club, okay? And it meets after school, the Satan club. So the school didn't want the Satan club and was finding reasons not to allow it to meet. The ACLU came in, federal judge John Gallagher said that the Satan club has to meet because if you deny it, then you're denying the First Amendment. Okay. Now, the Satanic Club says they don't worship Satan. They just want a representation of independent thought and free will. And if the Christians have their clubs after school, then they want Satan. So my rebut to that, if I were the principal of the school, to these Satan people would be, you know, we're not going to have a drug addiction club. Not going to have that. And we're not going to have a violent felony club in the school because those are harmful activities. Okay, drug addiction is harmful and violent felony is harmful. So urchins in the Satan club, you're not going to have your club here because Satan epitomizes evil. That's why Satan is there. He or she, all right, they foster evil. And in this school, we don't want evil. So, for public safety, we're not going to have the drug addict club, not going to have the violent felon club, not going to have the Satan club, because Satan is evil. That's the definition of Satan. End of story. ACLU can go blank itself, all right? Litigate it and just use my argument. This is insane what's happening in this country. Smart life. This is a study out of the UK, but I think it applies here. Um, 2,000 adults say the average adult has not spoken to their neighbors in three weeks. However, there is an epidemic of criticizing neighbors on social media, like bullying neighbors. Okay, why is this in the smart life category? Number one, you don't have to talk to your neighbors. I mean, maybe you don't have anything in common with them. You just wave, you know, hi, how are you? Fine, that's not a problem. But attacking your neighbors using the internet is foolish. It leads to negative results. Maybe your neighbor is a nut. Maybe your neighbor will try to hurt you or your property. Why do you want that? Now, there are many, many situations in neighborhoods, and I live in one, where the neighbor is doing something that intrudes on the neighborhood doing something bad. Maybe they don't tend their yard. Maybe they're loud. 
Maybe they have bad habits that you don't want your kids to see. All of that is absolutely legitimate. First thing you do is you try to negotiate this with other neighbors who object. You get a little crew together and say, let's go over to Harry's house and we'll bring a snack to Harry as a peace offering. All right. And then we'll discuss this like educated adults. Can you, you know, can we help you help the neighborhood? Whatever it may be. Now, if Harry responds with an F-U or something like that, cease the conversation. Because then you know you got a problem. Then you deal with the problem through the community, the town, the county, whatever it may be. But you got a group behind you, like you and Harry. You don't want that because it might be dirty, Harry, you know. So smart life is try to keep the peace. And there are nuts everywhere. Fortunately, that's the way of the world, okay? Try to negotiate, but negotiate through strength. Smart life. This day in history, May 2nd, 1972. Longtime FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover died of a heart attack, okay? So this was 51 years ago. Hoover was a villain, terrible villain. While he was alive, he had a very positive profile uh, for Americans. It was all propaganda. All right. He took over the FBI in 1924 and my uh, book, Killing the Mob. And if you haven't read that, you should. All right. Chronicles him because he got in there to first wipe out the gangsters like Babyface Nelson and John Dillinger, Bonnie and Clyde running wild. And they had to get a federal agency to get these people under control. Now, the FBI really didn't get them under control. The FBI killed them. That's what they did. That's what Hoover's orders were. Take them off the board. That's, this was in the 1920s and 30s. Okay. Hoover then amassed power. How did he do that? He got dirt on all the powerful politicians. He used the FBI to gather intelligence, not only against our enemies, but against politicians. FDR was the big enabler of J. Edgar Hoover, gave him tremendous power because we're in World War II, we had to know the German spies, the Japanese, what they were doing. Hoover just ran roughshod. And as the technology developed, wiretaps, this and that, Hoover was tapping everybody. John F. Kennedy, Lyndon Johnson. I don't know if it was Dwight Eisenhower. I don't think so. Nixon. Everybody. And so Hoover had these files, these secret files on all of the politicians. So that's why Hoover could never get fired. All right. He was such a villain. But how it applies now is Hoover corrupted the FBI and it has never come back. It has never come back. The agents themselves are the best in the world. Whenever a foreign country gets into trouble, they want FBI agents to come in and solve the crimes because the agents are so good. They're trained in Quantico, Virginia. Okay. But the management in Washington, the heirs of J. Edgar Hoover play political games all day long. So again, killing the mob documents all of this. J. Edgar Hoover, a true villain, died 51 years ago today. 
Good mail segment. Final thought you're going to want to hear. We'll be right back. All right, let's go to the mail. Uh, Jim Higgins in Indiana. Hey, Bill, you probably don't have time to answer this email, but I thought I'd try anyway. My wife and I are your average good and honest Americans who lean to the right. We're starting to believe that Republicans will never again win an election. Cheating billionaires, supporting left-wing agendas, millions of illegal immigrants that will be granted voting cards, and on and on and on. What do you think the Republican chances are in 2024? 50-50. Number one, illegal aliens, migrants, they're not going to be able to vote. Okay, That's not going to happen. Got to be an American citizen to cast a ballot, and that, if it's violated, is a crime. And that's not changing. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, you're right about the billionaires, Soros, Zuckerberg, all of these people have corrupted the political system. No doubt about it. They hide behind the First Amendment. But the Republicans can overcome that by better policies. And now we have a diminished Democrat president. So I put the, uh, I put the odds at 50-50. Uh, and why did you say I wouldn't have time to answer the mail? Because this is what we're in business to do, Jim. I mean, you're our audience. We always treat you with respect. Yolanda Molina, El Paso, Texas. I've been watching you before the No Spin News. I've been considering upgrading to concierge, and I have done it. The trigger I needed was Cuomo. Yesterday, Chris Cuomo was on. If you missed that, well worth watching. Uh, You guys have sparked together. It's always good to hear opposing points of view. Um, Keep him as a regular. Well, actually, uh, Yolanda, I'm a regular on his show on News Nation every Wednesday. Um, so you can check that out tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Jim Cartarelli, Scapoose, Oregon. I actually enjoyed your chat with Cuomo. It was almost real. It was like people of opposing points of view could actually dialogue. How refreshing. Uh, Sean Reeves, San Luis Obispo, California. I'm even less impressed with Chris Cuomo now after that exchange between the two of you. Is nothing to offer from a debate perspective, and insulting Greg Gutfeld was really uncalled for. Well, Gutfeld insulted him. I'm not saying that bad behavior justifies other bad behavior. That's not what I'm saying. But in context, Gutfeld has really laced Chris Cuomo, so you could understand why he's not a big fan. Gloria Pemberton, Newberry Park, California. After attending church, it is important to me that you mentioned when you attend Mass every Sunday, you never hear any kind of linkage with the gospel or epistle to modern day. I'm experiencing the same thing at my church, which is Lutheran, and it's frustrating, beyond frustrating to me. I'm sitting there going, can you please help the parishioners live their lives in an effective way according to the teachings of Jesus? by linking it into what we are experiencing. Most priests will not do it, simply won't, and it's a shame. Terry, concierge member, Terry gets direct access to me. We hope you all check that program out. You get free books, you get discounts. We almost pay you to be a concierge member. Bill, on all my emails I send out, I have a changing tagline. Quote, I am not a product of my circumstance, I am a product of my decisions. Excellent, Terry. No excuses for you. That's the way it should be. Donna McIntyre, Los Almanitos, California. Just became a premium member. 
Today, I didn't realize how much I missed you, O'Reilly, until I signed up and watched my first No Spin News segment. Your intellect, honesty, and word of the day, plus I get a free book, and I chose Killing the SS. You will like it. And we're glad to have you as a premium member, Donna. A lot of people just couldn't figure out the BillOReilly.com thing until Tucker Carlson got whacked. And now that's why we have 3,000 new members. But we're really pleased you're here. Okay, go to BillOReilly.com store. Get mom a uh, Team Normal shirt because Team Normal is the team we play on. That is our team. And this is a great Mother's Day gift. If you buy mom a shirt, you get a free audio of any of my killing books. Wow, that is, audios are expensive. That is a great deal. Now for dad, you get killing the legends and killing the mob we just mentioned together for 18 bucks. And mom could get these too, but these are macho books. Okay, so that's why I'm putting them under the dad category. Also killing Crazy Horse and the United States of Trump together for 18 bucks. You're not going to get better deals than this. Um, and the bumper stickers, atheism, atheism, nothing there. Okay. You buy anything, you get two of those free. And that's off the uh, bumper sticker I saw that said, religion, fake news. We are fighting back on BillOReilly.com. Word of the day, no hotspur. H-O-T-S-P-U-R, hotspur. When writing to me, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town if you wish to opine. Right back with the final thought on the Wall Street Journal using us today. Okay, so in the Wall Street Journal, they have a puzzle. Okay, a puzzle. And today, 28 down, the question was, zone in a Bill O'Reilly phrase. And, of course, the answer was no spin zone. So we have influenced the culture here. There's no doubt about it. Uh, On Fox News, I did that. On my independent news agency on BillOReilly.com, we are influencing the culture in a positive way. Spread the word. In your life, if you have some problems, if you want more detailed explanations of anything, concierge membership does that. All right. So we're pleased that the Wall Street Journal acknowledged that the no spin zone is a very positive thing, a fun thing when you use it correctly. All right. I'm trying to think if there are any other programs on the air, news TV news programs, where I can reliably go and not get any spin at all. I don't think there are because most of the news programs rely on politicians to fill out their hour or whatever it may be. And the politicians are always going to spin. And to stop that, you have to be rude. Now, I don't mind being rude, as you know. But I only use one guest a night here because I figured out that on the factor, we had five or six guests. Some of them were good and some of them were not. And here we're more information driven. So I'm going to get the best information guess, and then I'll do the rest of it. All right. In a no spin way, we'll give you both sides of the story as we did tonight. So that is the final thought of the day. Uh, Tomorrow, we have a very fascinating story about Ukraine. And it's going to tell you stuff you do not know. 
about what is becoming a very serious situation for us, the American taxpayers. So we're going to do that. I'm going to spotlight it. And I'm going to look into that Carlson leak thing tomorrow. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News tonight. And we'll see you on Wednesday.